Welcome to The Breaks Radio. Announcing it yet, I'm just going to wait till it's on and I'm just going to retweet the shit, but that shit's crazy. Hey. I mean, you might as well make the announcement so they're going to see the episode tomorrow anyway. I let the work speak for itself, man. I let the work speak for itself. Well, congratulations, superstar. <laughs> so we got some topics to talk about tonight. Uh, first off, we... Listen, Joe Budden lose more and more credibility with me almost every time he opens his mouth. Joe Budden has said and argues that Future should be considered right up there with Drake, Kanye West, J. Cole, and Kendrick Lamar. My brothers, who wants to take this one away first? Well, I, I think I think it's, it's a troll job, and I think he's stealing it from B-Dot. Mm. You know, every, every year uh, when B-Dot comes out with his list, Button is the first in line to explain to everybody that there's a bit of trolling and there's a bit of truth to the way he structures the list, et cetera, et cetera. And then he knows how much attention that list gets. Um, and, you know, Joe Button doesn't have to do it, but he does it from time to time. Well, he'll, th- he'll throw out a reach. He'll do extra. He'll get animated for the attention. Remember, one of B-Dot's lists had him on, like, h- high up on a uh, list, which went viral at one point and brought his name into a lot of people's mouths that they didn't like, you know, didn't know much about him. But no, I think this is a, a high troll job unless he really likes future like that. But I don't think anybody is siding with him on that one, except for uh, the younger cats in that bracket that sure. listen to him. Makes sense. Marquee. I just thought about something for context. Um, I can almost see why he would say that. So if you look at um at, at the the rappers he spoke about, you know, Drake, Kanye, Jay, those are Nas is basically saying that's big M and J, right? Um and if you have other rappers that you would tie to that that are probably more cult related, I can see how future would be on that list when it comes to the drug culture, the influence that that um that slur rap or whatever. He kind of is the reason for all that. So in a strange way, I can see why that statement would reign true. We don't appreciate it because we don't listen to his or like his music that much, but the dude drops a shitload of albums. He has a cult following and he did influence a lot of the hip hop that is, um, you know, the shit that's, that's in our hip hop today. So I kind of understand the statement. Okay. Again, I don't agree with it from a hip, from my personal perspective, Mm -hmm. but from that cultural perspective, I, I can see how that would be true. That's that's a fair and objective way to look at it. Like I to say that to, to say that future has an effect of the culture will be a gross understatement and a flat out false statement. So I I all right, you you made an argument to where you can make some of this make some type of sense. So I would say I I, I would I understand where you're coming from with that. I mean, dude did an album with Drake and you know he was popping before that. He didn't get outshot. Well, I, I can't say anybody's gonna get outshot by Drake. But again, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I talk to you, nigga. All right. Move on to the next topic. Buster Rhymes. Like, should, should he change his name to the past right now? Like it's kind of over. No? <laughs> I got a present for him. Buster Rhymes has revealed that his next album, his 11th studio album, is complete. I mean, we've talked a lot about uh, Nas and his, his resurgence. Sometimes we forget that Buster kind of kicked it off. I believe but uh Extinction Level Event 2 dropped before King's Disease 1. And yeah. what do you think about Buster? You know, I now Nas has dropped two more albums since then, but what do you think about Buster and his 11th album and are we looking forward to do we think it lives up to what was set forth with Extinction Level Event 2? Marquis, what do you think? I don't know. I'm hopeful. Buster doesn't do whack shit. I think the stuff that he did that we considered mediocre was more kind of a, a 
um, a FOMO attempt because a lot of production was changed. It was a lot of, um, you know, DJ Khaled with, you know, um, what's that other, on my back on my BS, um, the conglomerate kind of thing. It was like, he yeah. wanted to get a click, change up his sound a little bit. Mm-hmm. When he tried to fit in, that's when he doesn't stand out. So if this is one of those albums following ELE2 with his content, um, subject matter is actually, you know, prevalent. I think this could be a great album. Um, remember that first album was 15 songs deep. Then he added a deluxe one and it made 22 songs. He had like a black deluxe deluxe. They made it 32 songs and this shit was still dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think these are throwaway tracks that he's putting on his album. This probably is a whole new entire album and I can't imagine it being whack. And if he's as hungry as he is, um, on his IG, it might be dope. And I know he's going to have some guest features. More than likely, Nas is going to be on there. There's going to be some dope niggas up there. He's going to bring back some people. But I, overall, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm just going to say that I'm hopeful. Okay. Hopeful is fair. Hopeful is fair. Baylor, what about you? Uh, yeah, I, I think if he does fit in, I hope he just fits in with the right crowd. Um, I thought I thought when Snoop came out um, a couple of years ago, I thought that album was pretty solid. Uh, but I think Nas set the bar. You know what I mean? And the production on, on Bus last album wasn't bad at all. Uh, and I know every time we bring up an artist from the 90s, we, we kind of hesitate because we don't know what they're going to come with. But now Nas has shown them niggas the way. Um, I think he doesn't have to necessarily sound like Nas, but if he gets in that space that he was in, then he can't lose. He's he's one of the top lyricists of all time. We just don't talk about that as much as we talk about him being animated and things like that. But like I said, if the production is there, uh, we know he's going to have the content. It just depends on how the the track is constructed and delivered. Honestly, you know what I mean? So with your, with your permission, Baylor, I, I want to kind of just, I would say Buster set the bar. Nas raised the bar because ELE two came out before it. We didn't expect that. He set the bar. I mean, if it wasn't for Nas, I would have given him album of the year, hip hop album of the year. I can't, I can't agree with that if you're just talking about those two. But I don't, I didn't have his album as the best album of the year, even if Nas didn't drop mm. hip hop album of the year. Yeah, I mean, I had him up there because I mean they dropped around, you know, around the same time. It was what it was. Bus was in the fourth quarter, right? November. Yeah. Or I think it was. I think it was maybe maybe yeah. like three weeks between the two. He was nominated. Two? He was nominated. Yeah. They both were nominated for um, hip hop albums of the year. Yeah. Um, and it was a couple of songs. It was a couple of songs that I like. But as far as like setting the bar, I mean, those honestly, when you think about it, is there anybody else from their class um, that's that can help with the bar? It was only them two, right? Yeah. We're not looking I mean, for Jay. Jada. Jada could have been Jada, Jada, to me, to me, Jada is one of those superheroes that stands alone. He's not an X Man. He's not. He, he, that nigga is just. He's by himself. Like that almost, he, that, he, can, he, can, he can almost be the villain that we we grew to love, that we understand. But to me, it's like he different. I just set him aside. I don't even. <laughs> All three of them are different. I, I give you that. I mean, Common came out too. Like these are rappers. Mo, um, I was not most of. Um, Black Thought came out. You know what I mean? So there are the rappers. But, and and, and those, when you bring up, and, and, and to me, if we was to rank all of them, Common would be at the very bottom of that list. That's not to say, that's not a diss, but he's also a cat that I set to the side. Him, um, uh, who else did you just say? Black Thought. Black thought, yeah. black thought is a black thought is the one that you set to the side because you can, you you because you put those because because they go in individually like they to me 
I think if you put all bias aside, Black Thought it a kill a ninety, probably ninety seven percent of the game. Yeah, that's what that's Jada. That's Jada. That that's common, or whatever. Those cats is like it's it's a cheat code, but not everybody is hip to it yet. At least a lot of younger cats or whatever. And the reason why I separated them from Bus and Nas is because it just feels like a different type of energy. It's like these two are still trying to make albums. The other three we just said pop up here and there or a part of group. Common Common had back to back to backs. He had like four four albums in five years. I fell asleep on all of them. No disrespect. <laughs> there that's, you go. That's been, one of them was that's been Baylor's thing with Common. Like Common Common is, is, is good nap time music for Baylor. Oh, I thought Baylor was going to follow that up. He just looked like, yeah, oh, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, next topic. And so, Marquis, why did you allow your rapper report card list to drop and blame it on Cool Mo D? Because I swear to God, when I saw this list, I was like, did Marquis make this list? This feels like a Marquis type thing. Baylor, did you get to see this uh, this rapper report card list that went viral a little bit? I did, and I and I damn near called it uh, um I called it bias. I called mm. it East Coast bias for a minute until it got to the end, which it really doesn't save it from, from not being biased. What's but I, at that point, I'm like, I'm confused with the list now because one name threw me off after I looked at all the grades and all the artists I was a part of it. Mm. Okay. Okay. So it seemed, it seemed like it was heavy toward, well, majority of the names were East Coast. And then I, but I, I purposely checked to see if there was some West Coast and Southern uh, hip hop artist names on here, and there was. And so when I seen uh, masterpiece, and I seen this grade, I'm like, all right, well, let me go down, let me go down, let me see. And then it, it didn't. I thought it was biased until I got the mystical, and I think mystical got a great grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that just confused the shit out of me right there. That's fair. That's fair. Marquee, nigga, this was not my list. Um, first off, how this nigga get like an A plus? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Vocabulary, bro. Nas at a an A for vocabulary, dude. Um, and then he put Rock him as a B. <laughs> Respectfully, look. This is one thing that I I I'll always say when you can't you can't measure us the audience can't measure true influence gravitas like an actual artist can. So you will appreciate an artist's perspective when it comes to you know other artists. But when you put things like vocabulary, you know, um, present whatever the, his other categories that we could measure. Yeah, nigga, you you wildin', bro. First off, again, I, I do agree with Lauren. I do agree that Lauren should be up there. Um, he lost me, but he lost me when he said, "You can't say mystical is not is one of the most." He said mystical is the most underrated MC lyrically, blah blah blah. And one of his favorite songs of all time is "Shake Your Ass." Like, come on, that kind of contradicts. That's what, what I'm saying, saying right bro. Now. That contradicts everything yeah. you're saying. So, Kumaldi trying or attempting to do it, and he, he spelled busted, buster. He spelled Rockem's name wrong. Like, bro, what's what's your? You, all right, I'm not even nitpicking everything like that. But again, come on, Kumo D, bro. I I I I don't I don't agree with his, his ranking. Uh, what he, was he, he listed Tretch. He listed Tretch above above Nas. What, what was LL's vocabulary? LL was up there. He was a, a, a I think an A, not an okay. A, a minus, but he was an A. But he he had he got he put rock, he put LL over Rockem. Mm. Hey, when he you hey when he get, when when he get to shit like that, I be like, look. That was that was semi before my time, and that's not my backyard. <laughs> but when he got to the '90s, and, and, and you're right, some of that was really was extremely biased because a lot of artists that he didn't put up there. So he had X in there, he had Bust and the rest of them. There was no Too Short, there was no Scarface, you know. No, Too, too Short you know, was on there. 
Was that's he? why? Yeah, and uh, his, his his grade and Master P was like low. They were like C's. I wonder what E40's grade would have been. <laughs> Yo, that had to be either A plus plus or an F minus. You feel me? As far as vocabulary is concerned, because the dude made up his own if, shit. If, if if too short, if too short was uh, I want to say a C plus or something like that, then I don't even want to see E40. Maybe hating on my guy too. Man. That's crazy. Him the, I don't know. Like you're not. How do you? How do you authority on this shit? Like you lost the battle. LL. That's another thing. You lost the battle. Well, LL. He's, well, that, and that's why I brought up LL because I, I wanted to see LL. Too again. short was but, ranked above Black Thought, by the way. This FY on it. So, so here's, so here's, <laughs> so here's the thing, though. I'm I'm not mad at it because B dot is doing the same thing every year. So everybody has their opinion. The problem is, is it is he being real about it or is it just being biased? Give him some ninety seven, a ninety fucking hey, hey, it's in the world. Are you gonna create yourself Lord in what you want? Oh, I absolutely gonna create myself, but I'm not gonna put myself above Nas, Lauren Hill, and the rest of these my rock him and the rest of them. I'm sorry. It's like it's like putting me in 2K, putting Kobe, Jordan, and you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Come why, on. Bro. Why is Puff why did Puff Daddy make the list? Yo, why is his grade so high? Like, That's why I'm mad. Puff Daddy That's got a B. He got a no, B. Hayes, I'm glad you brought that <laughs> up. Why in the why is he even on the list, bro? He's never written for himself, and they never gave him something that was too hard to do. And I, and I I feel like I feel like my brain missed this because I looked over this heavily before I sent this. Literally, it was God. I literally looked over to this list, and Puffy's name stood out there, and I'm like, wait a second, what? And hey. he's ranked above Cannabis, above Foxy, above Little Kim, above Mac Ten. Above, come on, man. He was high when he made this '90s list, bro. He just he put DMX above Jay. I no, he wasn't. Jay Z ranked above DMX. Oh no, you're right. Shit, that's debatable, bro. It's it's not. Uh, it's, 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 but that at one's that debatable. time, at that time though, oh man, I don't know. This list is crazy, G- bro. DMX was on Jay Z's tour. I get it. That's just wild, man. This shit is wild. Cause um, man, listen. Shout out to Cool Mo D. You said that black boy. Yeah. 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 That shit's crazy. All right, we gotta move the fuck on. Let's get. I'm gonna I'm I'm put my list together one day. Oh, we need to all do our rappers report card list for the 2000s rappers, 2000s, 2010s rappers. We gotta do that. Oh Jesus, that's a headache. Oh, you gotta do. Yeah, they gonna call me a hater. They gonna call me fuck a hater. Them. Who gives a damn? Fuck them. Nobody you gives said, a fuck wait, wait, what they wait. think. You said you said you said the 2000s and 2010. Yeah, 2000s. A list for the two. A report card for the 2000s and a report card for the 2010s. Bad. I'm gonna start working on that one. All right. Yep. Bad. Bad. Send me the criteria. I get it. <laughs> all right. Let's move on. We got right, wait, 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 real quick. Is that by album or when they came out? When they, let's do when they came out. Okay. Yeah. Roz, Cos, come on, bro. Okay, <laughs> let's go. All right. Corday Chronicles. First of all, I was, I'm going to start this one off. I, people have been saying for the longest that Corday is one of the rappers of this generation who actually can rap and can do some shit. And I've always, I've never liked him before. Never really cared for him. Whatever. I wouldn't have even listened to the song if my daughter didn't ask me to listen to this. You guys know my daughter's a young lyrical princess. Um, and I will say this, I didn't hate this song at all. I would, I I didn't hate it. Like I see, I see why people say he has potential now. I won't say that it's been realized yet to me, but I can understand why people see something in this young man. Baylor, go ahead. Which song were you talking about? Cause I listened to three. Oh, I don't think I listened to that one at all. yeah, because Chronicles isn't available. I listen. It's not available. You got to you got to find the snip that he released. You got to okay. I should have I should have uh, attached the link. That's my fault. I should have attached. Yeah, the link. I listen. I did listen to the other one. Okay, we'll, I look, we'll, I look, we'll review uh, that three. one. 
We'll do that one then. Go ahead. Uh, he got he the song with Lil Wayne and the song with Roddy Rich. Those mm-hmm. are that they sound great. Okay. I'm talking about great. And when I tell you, I'm I'm probably worse than you. I'm like I know I've heard him rap before, and I'm like he he's all right. He sound like he needs a little bit more years. Like you tight if you attach like ten more years onto him, that mm-hmm. nigga's gonna be dangerous. I think it's just gonna be the experience, maybe you yeah. know. Um, but from the three songs that I've listened to, that's only available on there. That should sound good. It sound real good. It sound promising. Okay. So, like you, I, I wasn't really a fan of his. Um, the one with Lil Wayne, it, it, to me, it sounded like he tried to play chess with Lil Wayne lyrically. This yeah. is probably one of the best approaches I've heard from him ever. Some of the rest of his content, I'm not really into it. But again, it seems like he tried. He stepped his level up to match Lil Wayne. Um, and the Roddy Rich one is, is dope too. The other, the first single, I really wasn't that big on it, but yeah, me neither. Um, but yeah, it, it's like he has the potential, but he might suffer from that meek mill thing just around the wrong crowd and trying to fit mm, in. Okay, but that yeah, the one with Lil Wayne was dope. Lyrically, it's dope. I will. Yeah. I do want to hear the new one, but that that was fire. Like he was killing it. Yeah, it, it and 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 to piggyback off of you, it sounded like he did his his verse first, and then Lil Wayne was like, "Oh, he he's serious." <laughs> yeah, because Wayne actually, yeah, you can tell Wayne. Yeah, he was like, "Yo, I got a rap now." Yeah, for real. Like he dusted his mic off. And, and the and the Roddy Rich track got a nice like vo- like like a nice little vibe to it. Yeah, you hear the, if you hear the production, that shit is is very mellow. It's it's solid. The the other one that we went too high on, I want to go back to that one just to hear what he got to say because it sounded like he was getting some shit off. I didn't like the production though. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. And then we got a he got a track with M on it. That's gonna be yeah. Cool. I seen that. I'm a I'm, I'm very interested. I'm extremely interested in that. I'm, and chat, let's give hats off to Eminem for finally doing the thing that we've been saying he should do, like working with these younger artists. It seems like he's gonna he's starting to do that more and get features, and that's 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 a good spot for M. And I think he's going to thrive in that. Like not, not to say that that's all he can thrive in, but I just wanted to acknowledge him doing that now because I think we've been saying that for like a year or more that he should be doing that. Yeah, yeah. he's doing a better job. I mean, with joining Lucas and everything, he's doing a mm-hmm. he's doing a good job of it. Yeah, him and, uh, somebody need to somebody need to knock on three stacks door. Tell that nigga to get in the same. <laughs> Bruh, I don't know, man. See that this motherfucker comes. You know he's like Lauren. Come just bless us with a crazy ass verse. We miss him and he's gone with a flute and shit. Yeah, I, it, there's another guy I'm mentioning towards the end when we get to the the last couple of topics that I that I think is deadly as well that you got to set him aside. Okay, M M's just coming out with an album. Really? Yeah, there's a rumor that um Dre's been doing a lot of production and everybody's kind of subtly waiting or the buzz on it. It won't surprise me. M's last what two, maybe three albums? He kind of just dropped randomly, so yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, all right, before that, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got to get into black people like rock too. Marquis, what do you got for us this week? I mean, in the vein of rock and white people shit, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are engaged in sealed union by drinking each other's blood. Hmm. Is that not some rock shit? Listen, like I texted you when you sent me this shit, white people do the darnest things. And that's all I got to say about that. That's uh, hopefully a long, fruitful marriage for the two of them. That's all I can say. I don't think I tested. I don't think I tested. Oh, y'all white, white. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all remember the episode of um, Simpsons when they told Homer that he had every disease known to man, but like they were kind of balancing each other out, and that's why he was able to stay alive. Like I feel like that's Machine Gun Kelly. Like he just looks like he has every disease known to man, but but 
But because of that, there's just imperfect synergy, and he's able to to operate as a, as a fully functioning human. Hey, I can honestly say this about him. He seems like he at least attempting to live his life by <laughs> drinking blood, and he's not leaving that. He's not leaving that, that. He's not leaving that genre. Period. He's not that side. Yeah. That that he's white racist. It, right? side, yeah. He's not leaving that side because it's too much money over there. Yeah. That's a lot of money to be made over there. <laughs> that's why. Listen. That's why he was finally able to release his non-rap album. He's like, you know what? Fuck you niggas. That is literally yeah. what Machine Gun Kelly said. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm out. Niggas. I'm out. I'm out, bro. I'm about to go. I'm about to He's go. Like, I gave, I was, I've been giving you motherfuckers bars for years. I had a beef with Eminem, and y'all left. Fuck you niggas. That's exactly what Machine Gun Kelly said. And for those who said that MGK won that beef, that man left rap. Eminem won that. That's all I'm going to say with that one. I have to give you a career to destroy it. Mm. Mm. Yo, he's going to have a new album, right? And Mike Tyson's going to um, open it. It's going to be called White Boy Summer. S U M M S U M M E R T H. Oh, man. <laughs> Moving on. Let's get into our TV and film section. Now, we're not going to do Power Book 2 without Mary, but we do got two trailers that we can talk about. Y'all want to talk about the Power Force trailer first or the Bell L trailer first? Go in order. All right, yeah. Power, Force, Tommy, spinoff. Coming sooner than we think. I think they said it's debuting at the end of February. February 3rd or something like It's the beginning of February. Oh, shit. It's okay. I cannot wait for this show. I cannot wait. The fact, I, I could have sworn when when Power ended, it said he was going to California, but this show is That's actually going to be, be with him in, him in Chicago, which, I mean, Chicago makes sense for the type of thing. And, uh, you know, Chicago's very similar to New York in some ways, so it makes sense there, but... I don't know. I was, I was really looking forward to seeing him in Cali, but outside of that, everything about this trailer was was spot on to me. Personally, I'd rather him be in Chicago. Okay. If you think about it, if you think about the, the gangs or the mafia that's in Chicago versus California, if he was in California, he was in LA, I'm sorry, he might get murdered like mm. right away. Like you can't get away with some shit in California that this motherfucker did. So I think it might be better to be in Chicago. Um, to me, this looks like a lot less drama and more bodies, and I'm in for it. Like. Book two is just, I'm sorry, annoying as fuck. It's annoying. Everybody, it's like a novella. It's a novella. I'm, I'm, it's annoying. This one looks like bodies will drop, and I'm good with that. Let the bodies hit the floor. All right. I, uh, I, I just, I, I was disappointed because I wanted to see a different, I wanted to see a different culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't want, I don't want to see how he was going to operate under a totally different coast. Uh, but I'm still here for it because I, I also want to see, and we don't know if we're going to get it or not, but anywhere you go, I want to see the culture. And when I say the culture, I mean the roots. You can talk about the mafia, the mob, et cetera, all you want, but I need to see some chief keeps uh, running around. <laughs> for real, though. <laughs> I, I, got a, I got a question for you. If we're going to go there. How do you think he would survive in L.A.? I think it would have been dope. Culture? I think it would have been dope whether he went to the Bay Area or came down here in L.A. I think it would have been dope to see him interact with the games. Um, but like I said, we about to get all. I think this is going to be Gotham City in real life. You think mm. that white boy was they would allow that white boy to get away with what he's doing if, in L.A.? I, I, I think I think when you're on a certain level uh, in the drug game. I don't think you deal with the niggas that I'm talking about. But I think because of our culture, you have to cross paths with them. I would love to see a, a a power cross path with a snowfall. That should be crazy right there. And it doesn't have to it doesn't have to be clashing of the culture. It could be one person 
that's introduced or involved in a different culture to see how he operates within the drug game. That's it. That's so, I, I just wanted to see a different dynamic. I got I got that, but it, it seems like he's not a drug dealer. He's more just like a I'm I'm taking over doing what I need to do. Is it? Or he's, he's like he reminds me. He, thing, right? he, he reminds me of Jadakiss. He reminds me of a man that can go on a mission by himself. That's why That's I said it doesn't seem like he's he's in the drug game. It's more he's just a bag man. Like I'm. I'm but I think the, but but the game the game remains the same though, and I and I feel like that Chicago look is going to be very similar to the New York look, the grittiness, the buildings, the skyscrapers, and stuff like but that. See, but see, that's the thing that that because I wanted to see a completely different like we power has been in New York, right? It's it's dark, it's ugly. I wanted to see the cap the the Cali sun. I wanted to see what Tommy Egan was like getting away from that type of setting. I get what you're saying, right? And it does. You, you can move Tommy from New York to Chicago and it makes sense, especially considering his ties to the I- Irish mafia and being mm-hmm. in Chicago. So that may be a storyline that they plan on going mm-hmm. with sometimes. And that makes sense. But I was just really looking forward to seeing him in Cali. That's, that's it. But I understand what I agree with everything you're saying. It, like storyline wise, it makes a lot of sense for it to be Chicago. Yeah. Excited about it though. We got a lot of shit coming up within the next month or so. Don't forget yeah. a lot of shit. Yeah. Snowfall still. Yeah. Snowfall. Snowfall. I'm there. Yeah. So. All right. This next one, Bel Air, a dark and gritty take, a more dramatic take on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Not going to be as comedic. Will Smith is involved in this. We talked about the trailer when it did drop, that random trailer that the director put together that then Will Smith got got eyes on and decided to be involved in a reimagining of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. What did you guys make of this trailer? Is it TV mature or TV 14, though? Because that's a huge difference. No, what I'm network is, no, I'm serious. I don't know what what network is actually Peacock. airing. It's, it's gonna be on Peacock. Peacock Plus, yeah. Peacock gonna let it, and you know, Peacock gonna let it fly. Peacock got uh, Halloween Kills. Yeah, so yeah, it could be TVMA. I I just I just want to know it because I want to I want to get prepared for it to know that what I'm about to get into because we know we're getting the more grittier, darker side of Bel Air, and you can also see that from the trailer. But how much, how far would it go? Would it be a drip of blood? You know what I'm saying? Will they, you know, is it, will it be a gunshot and then the screen goes blank? You know, it, that, that kind of matters, you know. But, again, we already know Will Smith is going to play it safe. He wants to do what he really wants to do, but he can't go overboard because of his image. So, you know, I can, I can see this being, uh, uh, you know, 14, maybe, maybe mature. Yeah, I'm trying to look it up. I don't see anything about that. Within, it's, so, yeah, I don't see anything about that as of right now. So. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm here for it, though. I'm here for it. I I, I love the melanin in it. Yeah. I'm, um, <clears throat> three things right away. I appreciate the dark skin, the dark tone. Um, I do appreciate that they avoided the stereotype of Hillary. Mm, um, yo, I like it. it. Yeah. It really seems, it, it seems like it's what all Americans should have been. All Americans to Beverly Hills 90210. This seems a little bit more grittier and yeah. real and authentic, if you will. Like if, if this did happen, if it wouldn't be funny, it would be just like this. Every scene that I've seen as far as, you know, the gang, the, um, you know, how he's treated in a, in a prep, then they're like, basically um, they're telling him, be you. And mm-hmm. that's the only way you're going to make it. Be you. Don't try to be, don't try to fit in just, and that's what he did. And I, from the trailer and three minutes I've seen, I'm actually excited for it. This is one of those shows I will watch weekly. Yeah, because that show, the show, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, those personalities were real, but not not as normal as people think it is. You know what I mean? Just from this trailer, I would love to. I can't wait for it to come out because I want to see how accurate it is because I've been around 
well-off black families and they do carry themselves in, 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 in a certain way. And if, if they nail it on this one, I'll come back on the show and say, yeah, this was, this was pretty damn accurate. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited that we're getting more and more melanated projects on TV. That's all I can say. And quality ones, right? Looking at this, you Production. can see that there's, there was money put in into this. So honestly, when I first heard about it, I was like, Oh no, not another Will Smith. Oh no. This is going to be one of those corny, almost Aladdin kind of things, but no, I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Sure. All right. That's it with that one. Next up, last topic of the day, artists that never miss on a feature. This is a topic that Baylor brought up weeks ago. Finally got to work it in Baylor. Since this was your topic, I'm going to give it to you first on this one. Who's an artist that never misses when they have, when they're featured to you oh that's easy we just finished bringing up one of the names that's jada mm. uh jada never misses fab obviously snoop and one of my one of my dark horses that it, i think he can kill majority of the game uh if you lock him in a room with everybody that's most death okay yeah i i'll definitely put most death in there okay that's a great call i snoop i i don't know i've he's kind of dropped a couple of times so i'm, I'm not gonna I got I to ponder on that one. You gotta, I got to think about it a little bit more. I got M. You know, I, I, I will say Andre 3000. Well, Andre too. I'm going to say M, and then surprisingly enough, and people are going to think I'm crazy for this one, 2 chains. Yeah. 2 chains yeah. almost never misses on the feature. Yeah. yeah. Hey, okay. when, we, when you want to talk about artists, no disrespect and whatever, but this is just uh, the views of Baylor. Yo, some niggas need to come off the bench. Mm. Mm. That doesn't mean that you can't start. I'm just saying, you, you, you perform better when you come off the bench. I'm going to say Nas. Okay. I've never heard him on a feature that lyrically, even some of them were maybe, maybe just below his bar, mm-hmm. but I've never heard a, I've never heard a whack Nas verse. Okay. And I, he's always brought it. Um, yeah. All right. I mean, Hey, that's not, it's not a shocker to me. So, I mean, I can't hit him there with no love for Lil Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got all no. of them on the list. I just, I saved it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Lil Wayne. Yeah. Definitely. On a feature. Wayne, on every, on feature. He does not kill it on a feature. Yeah. Not all the time. Man, I, I, he I dropped can't, some I doozies. I cannot agree with that one, brother. I mm-hmm. cannot. I'll say, I'll say this. He has more hotter verses than he has whack verses. I, I'll agree with that. Okay. On other people's shit. What, what, I think, what, what, I think what Wayne one, feature do you consider whack? Just, just. I don't know. I probably just forgot it. Okay. You heard that nigga, like, you heard that nigga like, verse nah. on, uh, you heard that nigga verse on Jadakiss album, Death Wish? Yeah, no. No. Again, he has more tracks that he's murdered on others that he then he has whack ones. I, oh, I'll put Pusha T up there. Uh, Pusha T, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you just finished saying Lil Wayne came to the he quarter. He just he, come on. And we talking this is this is Mr. Miyagi Lil Wayne at this point. Oh yeah, that that one for Corday. But again, it's like I just said. It seems like he dusted his mic off to get on the track after he heard his verse. You see what I'm saying? Like I haven't heard Lil Wayne rap like that in a while. I think he respects, or I, I think it's a respect thing, and I think he just get lazy. Because Eminem will do the same so thing. The question, Eminem, will get, Eminem ah. will find a word, Eminem will find a word, and find 16 million words that rhymes with that word, and get lazy with it. And it should still get dope. I'm sorry. Triple, quadruple entendres on everybody's shit. He'll basically take your song, extend it, switch the beat about 40 more bars. That's what M does. And I've never heard a whack M bar. I got, I got I another guess, one. Guess I got another one. Nikki. Nikki? I'll agree with that. Yeah, I'll agree with I'll that agree as with well. That. Okay. I'll agree with that. I know how we feel about him as an artist, but are, do we throw Drake in there? As a guest feature? As a featured mm-hmm. artist. He he did have a he had a hard verse on that on the YG. On the YG track. <laughs> that shit you know was. what? Some people need to come off the bench. 
<laughs> you think you think Drake need to come off the bench for the <clears throat> for me to respect him as a yeah, like bro. He can, he's better on other people's shit than he is on his own shit. Mm. Quote, quote, quote me um, <laughs> a Drake verse. A Drake verse? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan like that. And I don't listen to his music like I would listen to Nas music. No, I, I get that, but if I hear him on another track, put this way, I don't listen to his albums, but if I hear him on others, al, other, al, other people's albums, his verses do shine. That I, one, think he's out, the, I, think, I, I think he's out to oh, Rick Ross. Mm. What's our problem? Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. I can't do it. I, I don't ever hear him killing it on somebody else's shit. Oh, uh, and then I got Benny the Butcher too. Oh, fuck yeah! I'll Absolutely, give you that. I'll give you that. Absolutely, Absolutely. In the early two thousands, Ludacris, but then he started falling off. But there was a time period in there which the Luda feature was, Luda. was a certified. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even Buster. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Kendrick, I'm surprised we didn't bring that up. Yeah, Kendrick usually always kills kills it on features as well. But it, you know what? This, here's the thing that I that I was saying the reason why I didn't listen because when Kendrick is a feature, it almost feels like nobody's listening to the other rapper. It's his it, like he takes over the song or he does his own thing on the on the like like Goosebumps. People killed him on the Goosebumps feature because they're like nobody wanted to hear that on this type of like that woke shit on this type of song. And but he killed it. He absolutely killed it. it just. It becomes a no, different I song when you put Kendrick thing. on it. And he uh, does you know, the same thing. I you know I can agree with that because remember remember uh, he did the track with the locks and we were all mad that uh, <laughs> there was there was no verse for him. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh man, good talk, good talk. That's it for this week's episode of the break. Anybody got anything left? Yes, I think we need to talk about Cobra Kai. Um, I also think we need to talk about the fact that Nas uh, came up with a genius plan. That I've been trying to buy, but I keep pushing the shit back. Because it's, 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 it keeps yeah. crashing the site. Yeah. As far as the Cobra Kai, let's wait on Mary for that. Wait, I'm sorry. I got to watch that? That's, is that, uh, that's for the breaks? Nah, we ain't got to do that. But I'm just saying, it's, it's been phenomenal. Oh, Cobra Kai is the, listen, bro. It's one of the best written shows, period. Yeah. And I'm going, and I'm going to see Scream, too. So I will be going to see Scream tomorrow night. So, yep. It looks dope. That looks dope. Really excited about that. Um, but yeah, what the, this Nas thing? What what am I missing something? He's giving he's giving uh, fans opportunity to buy parts of his track. Oh yeah, that I know about. That I'm absolutely. We're all gonna own a part of a Nas's track. We're I'm doing that. So we got we got to talk about the price of his bricks though. Jesus Christ, <laughs> yo! Just real quick, speaking of Nas, you understand? You heard about this Pete Rock suing him for royalties for um. Whose world is this? Are you serious? He, he didn't get paid a dime. Yeah, he, he said he didn't get paid a dime. He's reached out to Nas' team. Did, it take, him, him did it take him 30 years to figure out he didn't get paid a dime said, for it? He said his New Year's resolution was to get his royalties owned from, from that. Mm-hmm. That's off too. That's crazy that Nas is making all his money now. Mm. Mm. He's making a lot of money. Uh, oh, one, one other rapper really quick that I do love on guest features is ASAP Rocky. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Okay, I could dig that. We need to, at one point, maybe we need to do a topic of, how can I word this? Rapping crews, right? Where the front man wasn't actually the best rapper out the group. Oh, wait. That's dope. Oh, wait. You're going to have me thinking. Yeah, we got to put that in the chat, though. Yeah. I'm high. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and get the hell up out of wow. here. Go ahead and give him your social media. Baylor, what you got for him? Uh, at Baylorism on Twitter, at Baylor the Great on all other social media platforms, Baylorism on TikTok, and oh, 
Got that PS5 too. Tag, gamer tag, at Baylorism. All right. All right. Marquee. Praise key to God. <laughs> Peace, God. <laughs> Peace, God. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes, the CEO H A I Z E. You can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, thebreaksradio.gmail.com. We are the number one podcast for all hip hop things and culture. We will be back next week. See lovely and beautiful people then. Peace. Tune in to NBC tonight. Presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.